0: Welcome back all hope you had a good weekend. we capped off the week quite nicely. the weekend was sorry the week up till today was quite frustrating uh, but we managed to finish off today with a nice five and one day which took us to 16 and 11 on the week uh, in turn that took our overall record to 310. And 208, just a smidge under 60%, right? What we're aiming for, and we managed to crack through the 60 units profit mark just over 61. So we were uh, pretty happy after, as I say, a pretty frustrating week to up until today. Uh, we very could have easily had a had quite a monster week. We yesterday we had a uh, 27 shooting day from Miles Bridges uh, the day before Bledsoe wasn't able to crack 14 points on 14 shots the day before oh, that same day we had a 0.5 loss of uh, DeMar DeRozan I think he shot 9 of 12 or something ridiculous like that or maybe 10 or 13 uh, the day before we had a 0.5 loss with Harry Giles he'd been playing 20 minutes plus Uh, And then we had him over 11 and a half. Uh, He made 11 points and only ended up playing 15 minutes. So we felt like we got a bit stitched up there. Uh, And then earlier in the week, the Monday and the Tuesday, we lost two over bets uh, with Jonas Valanciunas with the Memphis team blowing out Atlanta at Atlanta. So we weren't expecting that. We And I think he played about 25 minutes. So we're expecting him to push up to that 28, 30-minute mark. So we feel like we got a little bit robbed there. And then another one was D'Angelo Russell, where we were one bucket short. He shot 8 of 21. That's not so egregious. He is a piss-poor shooter. So we felt like we got robbed on, say, four unders there. Or, say, three unders at least. Uh, We only had one sort of go our way, which was Trey Lyles today, which was a 0.5 win. So we really could have quite easily been, say, 18 and 9, which would have pushed us up over the sort of, around the six-unit profit mark, which would have been awesome. Um, So those four that we sort of felt like we got robbed on they were all overs, so our over record this week was eight and eight, and then the under record was eight and three. I have mentioned previously that we do need to focus more on those overs to ensure that we are a hundred percent sure because the record is a little bit lower, that's at fifty six percent for the season, as opposed to the unders, which is sixty-four. So we actually joked with my mate or with my uh, friend who I do this with earlier this week that we might as well make all our under bets two units and all the overs one unit and we would be well, well, well up this season. But anyway, we will. that's a nice little weekly wrap there um, and we will uh, continue to push forward. As we've always said, the post-All-Star break has always been friendly to us. And we are already up eight and a half units in the three weeks uh, post All-Star break. And that includes the only four days in one of those weeks. So technically two and a half weeks if we want to be picky. Uh, All-Star break's always been good to us. Value is always found when a lot of these teams really start tanking. Other teams start pushing for the playoffs and who the coaches are likely to go with and what players will get opportunities or less of an opportunity that we can take advantage of. So moving on to tomorrow's slate, this week is quite um, much more evenly spread than last week when we had two high-volume days, two low-volume days to end the week. Uh, But tomorrow there is only three games. So we'll start off with Charlotte at Atlanta. Atlanta is favored by four and a half, and the total is 224 and a half. Uh, John Collins and Kevin Herder are probable. Uh, Cam Reddish is in, but DeAndre Membry, DeAndre Hunter, and Jeff Teague are all questionable. So Cody Zeller, we've got projected over 10.5. Obviously, centers have generally done pretty well against Atlanta, but Deadman is back there now and will be the starting center till Capella comes back. And being a low attempt guy, that 10.5 is probably about outright. PJ Washington, 15.5. That seems a touch high. Uh, probably wouldn't risk taking the under versus Atlanta. Kevin Herder, 13 and a half. That seems about right. Uh, if we hear that Membry and Hunter are playing, then I'd probably look towards the under there. Terry Rozier, 19 and a half. Obviously, guards put up pretty decent numbers against Atlanta, but that 19 and a half seems about right. Miles Bridges, 14 and a half. Uh, historically he's been a lot worse on the road than at home so I would probably sit that one out Devontae Graham 19 and a half uh, we've had a bit of an increase there and he's picked it up of late I would have liked a, a 17 and a half which we were getting earlier last week but that's obviously gone now John Collins 21 and a half I don't mind that it's probably one too high. And Trey Young, twenty-seven and a half, that has dropped down a little bit. I think he's been at twenty-eight or twenty-nine. Obviously, the Charlotte guard defense is pretty good, uh, but at home, it's probably with the line drop. It's probably a stay away. But gun to my head, I would take a under there. Next up, Milwaukee at Denver. Um, No spread or total released. Sorry, there is a spread. Denver favoured by three and a half. I don't mind that line for Denver, actually. Uh, Giannis is obviously out, set to miss one, maybe two games, obviously with them locking up the first spot in the East. They're not going to rush him back. Let's go ahead and see if we're able to get any lines for the Milwaukee guys. They should do because they played today. So they should have some idea. Yep, we're good to go. So Gary Harris, 10 and a half. He's actually surprisingly picked it up a little bit of late uh, against the Milwaukee defense. I wouldn't trust it though. Paul Millsap, 10 and I uh, don't mind that with Giannis out. Uh, although Millsaps minutes have been dropping down and he's sort of been sitting about that 20-minute-a-game mark from memory. Brook Lopez, 13.5. Um, it's been a slight increase in that line. Obviously, he put up, I think, 18 points or something today. We've got him projected slightly under. Uh, I'd like to see how he's done historically versus Jokic before I make a call on that, but I'd probably lean to an over. Will Barton, 15 and a half. Uh, We've got him projected under. Uh, he's obviously had a good outing today. So we had uh, yesterday. So we've had a little bit of a line increase there. Uh, I wouldn't mind looking back, fading back on Barton there, but pretty tough with Milwaukee on a back-to-back. Bledsoe, 20 and a half. Obviously got plenty of usage today with Giannis being out and uh, cleared 20 quite comfortably. Um, that line's probably about right. Obviously, the Denver back-to-back, taking a guy on the over seems tough. Jamal Murray, 18 and a half. Uh, I don't mind that. I would think that he would... Uh, Bledsoe being a reasonable defender, I think um, I'd like to look at the history of Murray versus Milwaukee before I made a decision there. 18-and-a-half probably does seem about right. Chris Middleton, 26-and-a-half. Yeah, again, look, on a back-to-back, I'm just not willing to take an over there, and I'm certainly not willing to take an under with uh, the extra usage he's going to get. Nikola, Nikola Jokic, 20-and-a-half. Uh, put up a stink bomb last game against whoever it was they shouldn't have lost to, maybe Golden State. I might have lost a couple of games to someone they shouldn't have. Uh, so we've had a bit of a drop there. I'll look to get back on Jokic here. Last game, Toronto at Utah. Toronto is on a back-to-back. Uh, so a couple of tough back-to-backs here for guys. Denver and Utah are the hardest places in the league to play back-to-backs. Utah favoured by four and a total of 225. Nothing to report on the injury side for either of these teams. I believe uh, Fred Van Vliet will still be out for Toronto. And Marcus Gasol will probably be questionable, being a back to back. With his first game back, being today. Okay, and yeah, we don't have any lines for the Toronto guys. So there must be a waiting. Fred Van Vliet and Gasol. Uh, Royce O'Neal, five and a half. Yeah, look, it's just too low um, to really warrant getting involved and uh, too easy to crack an over. And uh, even if we were to take the over, the Toronto defense is obviously a problem. Jordan Clarkson, 13 and a half. Uh, we've got him projected over, but I would lean towards the under there. But being a back-to-back for the Raptors, i will probably sit it out. Joe Ingles, seven and a half. Bit hard to tell what Jingles is doing at the moment. He's more of that just assist guy. Not really doing anything to trouble the scorers. Mike Conley, 15.5. Yeah, look, I'd consider the under there, but that's with the Toronto Guard defense. But I'd like to know that Van Vliet was in before I would consider pulling the trigger on that. Bojan Bogdanovic, 18.5. That seems about right. Don Mitchell, 23.5. Also seems about right. And Rudy Gobert at 13 and a half. If Gasol's listed as out, I would consider looking at an over there for Rudy. But as I've mentioned a lot of times before, I don't love the low attempt, high field goal guy because all it takes is a bad shooting night and they're not getting any extra shots. All right, guys, we will continue this on again tomorrow. Stay tuned for our tips to be released in a few hours or prior to tomorrow's game. You'll get those on our app, Playerline Pro. You can also check us out at playerlinepro.com. Next week we'll have some fantasy articles for standard leagues based around the Yahoo playoff schedule which starts next week. We'll do some uh, streaming, uh, based on punt scenarios, and don't forget you can follow us at Twitter, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at PlayerLinePro. Pro, and you can get this podcast and Google Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and obviously Apple Podcasts. Give us a subscribe and a thumbs up. Let us know what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show, and we'll speak to you tomorrow.